I want to start by saying that I missed you guys. Yeah, obviously. We're back and uh, welcome back to Attack the Talk, the podcast where obviously we go and we break down each and every episode of Attack on Titan. And uh, wow, it's it's been a while. And um, yeah, we, we missed you guys so much. Um, can't believe how long it's been. Um, but here we are and we'll explain. <laughs> yeah, we will explain. Uh, we hope that you guys join us here live as we stream. Um, but yeah, right now we're kind of settling in cause, uh, it has been a little while and we're trying to go ahead and, uh, figure out how we did this again. You know, yes. we're going to try to go ahead and break <laughs> the rust off. Stream again? Um, but yeah, we're excited. We hope that, well, um, going to start off like super like, okay, I think I know how to do it. And then by the end of it, we're going to be talking about like seven different topics. Yeah. That's usually how it works out. Right. So, I mean, hey, if it turns out to be a three-hour episode, then, you know, so be it. We, we kind of deserve it because we got to go ahead and kind of catch up and all that. Um, but, but yeah, so excited, guys. We'll go ahead and we'll get into why um, we were not streaming. Um, thank you, Lager for Life. Thank you. Um, we're happy to be back. And, uh, yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll explain it. Like I said, we're settling in right now. Uh, but I do want to also say, guys, that... Um, yeah, today's episode is going to be a big episode. It's an ep it's an episode that I'm excited about. Um, it's kind of an episode that where it's going to really test our abilities as 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 voicing these characters and trying to bring them to life because this episode has a lot of emotion. Yes. There's a lot of significant dialogue, yes. and these are like pivotal pivotal pivotal, pivotal. moments. <laughs> where, as you can see, I'm still trying to break the rust off and all that. I still have that fog yeah. and all that. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a pivotal, pivotal moment. Um, third time's a charm? You, you, you yeah. got that. You got this, that. So this episode, there's pivotal conversations being had. And yeah, it's a lot of emotion. And there's transitions happening. Characters are starting to kind of like slowly come into their own mm -hmm. and decide really what they want to do for themselves, you know, and um, I'm excited to get into it. So this will be um, season two, episode 11. And this episode is named Charge. And this will be part one of our episode uh, breakdown and discussion. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be a fun episode, um, a very challenging episode for us. Yes. But I'm excited for it. But that's just like us. To yeah. Come yeah. back after two weeks dang near yeah near three weeks yeah just to have yeah, some this is the just third to week. have such like a struggle like really prove your prove you prove wow yeah see it, 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 it happens great yeah really prove yourself type uh -huh. of voice acting episode yeah and obviously well it's gonna be interesting to see how we are even able to say these lines yeah i know but the thing talking. though is like we like to challenge ourselves <laughs> when it's when it comes to these voices because as we've said plenty of times before in this podcast that <clears throat> we are aspiring voice actors and just the idea of voicing these characters and kind of bringing them to life uh at least through your guys's kind of minds and stuff you know because uh i'm imagining people who um who join us here and listen to our, to, to our episodes is you guys have obviously you've seen attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. Um, you guys have read, um, the manga. And, um, so you guys have an idea of really what these characters bring and what, what these characters are feeling in a lot of these episodes that we talk about. So it's our job to really kind of, again, just bring these characters to life and have you guys recall and remember certain scenes and, and, uh, 
And if we're able to do that for you guys, you know, then then that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's what we, that's what we want to do. Um, so big episode, uh, crazy dialogue. It's gonna be challenging, but I'm excited. And uh, we should also mention, guys, that there's gonna be uh, I would imagine spoiler talk in this episode because this episode is uh, kind of like segueing into my biggest pet peeve. Yes. In Attack on Titan. You know, on the <clears throat> on that episode, like I feel like when it actually happens on that specific episode, we're yeah. gonna, it's gonna be like a four hour like. It's just gonna be a constant, it's just be a like thirty minute rant. <laughs> yeah, just a rant and just pure disbelief of why decisions were made but um like i said this is going to be kind of the transitioning that we see in these characters and uh and yeah so it's gonna be really cool i'm excited Mm um we'll go ahead and we'll get into um the the poll Mm -hmm. that we had three weeks ago yeah and then we'll get into the question as well and um and yeah, so that's going to be a lot of fun too, because I'm excited about the question. It also kind of segues again, what we just mm-hmm. talked about, um, but also talking about the poll too, because uh, I'm going to try to remember kind of where we left off. Um, gosh, I know it's been, you know, like I said, three weeks. You know, gonna, that's really what I was thinking about before we started recording. I was like, the recap is going to be a little messy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we'll go ahead and sh- thank you, Lovey. We're, we're happy to be back. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, and yeah, so... Um, We'll go ahead and we'll try to work together on recapping. <clears throat> yes. Um, Use both of our brains together. To yeah. This episode them. actually, it actually begins with a little bit of a kind of a, a recap because we see again how um, uh, season two, episode 10 ended. And it's going to, uh, this episode is going to start how episode 10 ended. Um, but yeah, so I think before we get into the poll and before we get into the question, mm-hmm. yeah, let's explain. Yeah. Let's explain you guys are why. Also curious. <laughs> yeah, why we uh, weren't able to record for the past two weeks. Uh, for the past two weeks, and it's uh, unfortunately we got sick. We got COVID. The yeah, we ended uh, up getting COVID. Yeah, our family got COVID, um, and it was like the perf- most perfect timing for it to be get in the way of streaming too. Yeah, and uh, literally it was the week of Thanksgiving. Um, and I hope you guys all had a great Thanksgiving. Um, but ours was spent, um, dealing with, with COVID and. I mean, at least we were able to spend it together in isolation. Yeah, because we, we all, we had, all it. had it. And, um, yeah, thankfully none of us got it really serious. I mean, I yeah. think I was the one who was got it the say, worst. You were the worst of it. Um, but it just felt like it was, uh, a really bad flu mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, the first couple of nights were tough because of just, you know, when you get the the flu and it kind of hits you hard, it's just, you know, the body aches and stuff. And then the fatigue is like, yeah, so bad. Too. Yeah. And you don't uh, want to do anything. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, so I pretty much just stayed in my bed and I just watched a whole lot of One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got sick. Um, it was really difficult that first week, but then the second week we were still dealing with it. We we're kind of we were obviously improving. Um, we we just weren't quite there yet, mm-hmm. and um, and even now you can kind of hear, and as we continue talking and stuff, you you probably you you probably yeah. have heard it already, but there's still, um, still those lingering. Yeah, it's just but it's uh, also just like cold season. Like the, everyone is getting. Sick yeah, 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 exactly. Crazy. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of hoping it was. It wasn't 
COVID, but then, you know, as we all tested kind of like one by one by one, yeah, by one it just ended up, you know, trickling yeah. Down, like, and, uh, unfortunately yeah. it was COVID, but, um, yeah. So we are thankfully good. Um, you know, like I said, it was never serious. Mm-hmm. Um, we Not were all anyone. vaccinated too. And, um, yeah, it was just, like I said, for me, it just felt like a flu. And then for, thankfully for, mm-hmm. for you and, you know, the other, um, fam, uh, it just kind of a couple of days and kind of like, all right, yeah, you know, cause I feel like because this was my second time getting the same strain, actually, mm-hmm. um, I felt so much better. Like it, like I only really felt sick one day and it was just like congestion. Mm-hmm. And other than that, it kind of just felt like kind of like allergies kind of had a sore throat and i was pretty good but it's not like the first time i had covid that was horrible i think but. your first time was kind of like how i got it because mm-hmm. this was my first time getting it so i know that yeah it really kind of like hit you hard like it was you you probably say it was like a like a severe flu right yeah yeah i would say mm-hmm. that yeah the first time that i ever got covid was uh, it was it wasn't even that long ago either it was in august mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah it just felt like a really bad flu like i had like every symptom like i was like short of breath Mm -hmm. major fatigue like headaches had no smell no taste it was so i like was basically like just all i did was just lay in bed like i was like bedridden i was like i can't do anything like it sucked it was so miserable and it lasted so long Mm -hmm. that's the thing that is difficult about it is because it it does it it kind of runs its course but it's it's you kind of have to just be in it for the the long haul for some of mm-hmm. us and uh, have to just kind of like take each day at a time and stuff and hope that we just kind of continue to get better and all that. And that's kind of like how I feel like with our first times, uh, thankfully your second time, it was nowhere near that. But um, yeah. like for me, again, it was just kind of like hoping that each day I was going to go ahead and get better. And then, yeah. And then, um, you know, just kind of now just the lingering effects, a little bit of just uh, the, you know, slight congestion and, uh, you know, the the lingering cough and all that. and That dumb throat feeling. Yeah. You'll be talking and all of a sudden you're like, oh, dang, now I have to cough and <laughs> speaking of. Yeah, speaking of. Right on cue. That, exactly yeah. that. Yeah. That wasn't planned, guys. I'm mm. just, that could have been accident. <laughs> but, um, but that keeps happening. So that's going to happen throughout the episode. So be prepared. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, so again, we're we're just happy to be back. We've missed you guys, and uh, yeah, it was tough. It was tough just not being able to stream because you know we wanted to continue to, um, again, just break down these episodes. And I know the episodes aren't going anywhere, so um, you know we had the time to go ahead and get better. And uh, Laker for life, yes, yes, it every does. COVID does yeah. suck. It sucks um, very much, but um, yeah. But we're all good now. We're good now, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, it just it just feels so good to be back. So, um, again, we hope that you guys join us. And uh, if you guys are listening, um, it's going to be a fun episode. So, um, let's go ahead and let's uh, let's go and let's get into uh, some reason. some some stuff from a couple weeks ago. Yeah, let's see so what, you ahead guys, and, uh, Lex, what your guys' thoughts were. However, you want to go ahead and 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 start it with the question or with the poll. Um, I'll go ahead and start with question actually. Okay. So we have one response. I think I know who it is. The question that we asked you guys three three weeks ago mm-hmm. was, should Ymir have returned to Raina and Berthold after retrieving Krista? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, should she have gone back? And that's so to kind of now um, recap a little bit. 
we know that the scouts led by Commander Irvin, and we know that there's also some MPs and some mm-hmm. of the garrison soldiers that joined. So it's just a group of soldiers who are there to retrieve um, Aaron and Ymir. Um, so Aaron and Ymir are obviously with Rhina and Berthold. Rhina and Berthold are aware that all these soldiers are, are nearby because of the uh, the flares that they're signaling to each other. The soldiers are signaling to each other with all the Titans that are around mm-hmm. because um, we know that Rhina and Berthold they are hiding over in the uh, forest of giant trees, which we know has a ton of Titans in there. So anyways, now Berthold and Rhina are on the run. They need to obviously uh, escape with Aaron and Ymir so that they can go ahead and make it back to their hometown. And, uh, and so Ymir is dead set on seeing Krista again. And yes. She's she's now thinking to herself as she explains to 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 Rhina that there is no time like the present because she believes that if she falls she goes along with what their plan is right excuse me what their plan is right now she's more than likely never going to see Krista again. Yeah. So instead of doing that and just kind of like putting that chance really risking it and putting it in Rhina and Bertolt's you know their their hands and her just trusting and, and hoping that you know they're they're saying they're true to their word, which is difficult because it's like how are you going to go ahead and, and and believe them and take their word mm-hmm. when they are traitors? Yeah, you know they've proved they've to be lying, lying to you the for whole time. six years. And um, anyway, so Ymir decides, you know what? Screw that! I'm going to go ahead and get her. And I'm, I, you know what? I am built for this because my Titan, guess what, is agile, and I can go ahead and be very quick and uh, and small enough to. Yeah, and so so she's gonna go ahead and and get Krista, and she, but however she's gonna stay loyal, and that's where this question is asked of mm-hmm. like. Can you say the question again, Lex, please? Just so yeah. we can kind of. Should Ymir have returned to Rhina and Berthold after retrieving Krista? Yeah. Should she? Okay. And um, we're going to kind of get into more insight on how Ymir explains it in this episode. Yes. So, again, that's as we kind of Third. talked early, earlier about how we're going to begin um, talking about this, this conversation here. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Um, Lex, can you please go ahead and tell us what the response was from our friend of the show? Yes, friend of the show, as always, thank you so much for responding to every Q&A, is B. Dennis. B. Dennis. Seven. Hey, B. Dennis. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, again, for responding to everything. We and really we love it. your input. Yeah, we love it. Very much do. Um, he says, in all caps, hell no. Mm, yep. She should have coordinated with the scouts to evacuate people slash plan to take out the other two while they still can, while they still can mm-hmm. outside the walls. And in parentheses, he has two on two Titan rumble. Anyone? Mm, <laughs> I love it. Which I would be, mm, I would, I would be so interested to see how like, can you Aaron imagine? And Ymir fight in tandem so here's the thing that what i'm thinking of in that scenario is you would have obviously uh what is this round three of or is this technically round two in titan this form is, of, yeah round two of rhina of but it rhina could be and, round three of Berthold and aaron i like the idea of having that kind of david and goliath yeah complex of having ymir having to be very swift and be very precise with uh, how she decides to go ahead and attack the Colossal Titan. Yes. 
And I, uh, like that I think that would be such an interesting kind of like, you know, battle there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we know that the Colossal is very slow, right? In terms Especially of it. Especially with the environment that they're in. Yeah. Like they have the upper hand. So very slow. Um, uh, Ymir does. Ymir does. Um, but, well, again, Colossal is very slow while the uh, Jaw Titan is, is very agile. Um, so that'd be an interesting challenge there. Even though we know that the Colossal can kind of uh, keep enemies at bay mm-hmm. with, you know, the steam and all that. So it would be interesting to see how that kind of battle would play out. Um, and seeing uh, the Armored and, and Aaron's Titan also go at it again um, would be very interesting. But not just that, but we know that they would also have the scouts, the soldiers really that are there on their side. So mm-hmm. there now it's it's the idea of, you know, you have kind of like, you know, you have, you know, that kind of like protection, that kind of like shield, you know. Yeah. That's there. So, yeah, I think that. that you have backup. As we're thinking about uh, kind of an alternative storyline here, I think that that's a really exciting storyline. Something that you can rely on us doing. Yeah, it's making an alternate universe. Yeah, alternate oh yeah, we love it. Of Attack on yeah, Titan. we love it. But we I mean, have our own little storyline going. It would be so difficult for Ymir to really kind of coordinate that with the scouts because <clears throat> she's doesn't have a whole lot of time. I feel like. Yeah. You know, and uh, especially because it's also like a, we just found out that you're a Titan. Just find out that. Rhina and Bear told our Titan, mm-hmm. like, now you need to prove your innocence with us. And yeah. also, not like prove your innocence, but like, there's going to be a lot of questions. And trust is something that is not easily given, especially now that all in this current time and period you know, where you know that traitors. two of your, let's say, your better scouts, yeah. the newer scouts, some of your top scouts are traitors. So, yeah. are you going to necessarily just go out and trust? That this Titan who revealed herself to go ahead and kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, like. You would definitely have uh, Historia like being like, no, like she said, like, like how before with the castle thing, like, no, yeah. she saved us. Like she could have left at any time. Like she saved our lives from the castle. Yeah. Like she didn't have to do that. The only reason why she revealed herself was to save us. And I don't know. Yeah. Would have to... there, would, there would definitely be some hard head. And not just that, like, but. Nope. Actions will have to be made to to show the scouts that yeah, okay, to like prove herself. Yeah, exactly, and that's where that battle would come in. Where if you see that Ymir is is helping um, alongside the scouts the and fighting along, and, you know, fighting against um, the colossal, yeah, and armored. I almost said and the Rhino Titan and the Rhino Titan, <laughs> the yeah. armored Titan. You're not wrong there. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I love thinking about these alternative storylines. Mm-hmm. Especially then there's when it so comes... much other thing, like the whole butterfly effect. There's yeah, so many yeah, yeah. Other things that come into play. Especially when it when it when it comes down to this specific question, thinking about this spe- like specific kind of alternative, you know, storyline of Ymir yeah. and this decision. Because yeah. again, I have said plenty of times that I this is like the, something that I just absolutely don't agree with. Mm-hmm. And I guess I kind of get it from a point where you know she feels like she's stuck, but you know what, it's. I don't know. There definitely could have, I mean, wish with wishful thinking, of Mm. course, could have been better. It is a better option with, again, wishful thinking that people will trust you if you go return to the scouts and everything. But like, there's also, you know, obviously Ymir's thinking about this too. 
uh, most likely being like, oh, well, they don't trust me. They don't freaking know who I am. I'm mm -hmm. not even like a nice person. <laughs> like they yeah. have no reason exactly. to want to bring me back. She doesn't have that kind of already like cemented kind of like. Um, she doesn't really have an established like this is why we should trust her. Yeah. She's always kind of just been in it for herself. Mm -hmm. And the only person that has a strong relationship with, with this character is, is Historia. Mm -hmm. And uh, even then, you know, it, with Historia, I mean, she's going to try to obviously in the scenario, um, talk to the scouts and, and, and try to, to prove to them with her words, how loyal Ymir is. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's like, there's more to Historia that now the scouts have to have to really kind of understand. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, Cause well, because you've that's kind in of the been living, like yeah. slowly, <clears throat> slowly coming to light. It's like you've been living this light too. So how can we even trust you? You know, yeah, even though it's true. it's really not like her you fault. You guys are both liars. So yeah. that's true. It's not her fault because it's kind of like you know you she's. And then it just, could you can argue the fact that like you know trying to use the whole castle thing, being like, oh well, what if she was only saving you got your guys' lives because she needed to keep Baratold and Rhina alive? Like, what if she was just saving Baratold and Rhina? You yeah, guys happened to be there or something. Yeah. So I mean, it'd just be a tricky situation altogether and stuff, you know, and and having to prove. Um, but I think it starts with the actions and the actions being like B Dennis has mentioned, it's a two v two Titan battle. Yeah. You know. So I think that would be really um, exciting. And uh, I would just, I, I can already picture just the kind of episode build up to it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just. I can picture Ymir like trying to tire out Baratold by like jumping trees and like just being very agile and quick and small. Yeah. Well, you got to think too that, you know, once um, Baratold transforms that a lot of that force is going to be gone. Yeah, that's true. So. He's going to. Make a little battlefield. Yeah, and we've seen two scouts might go with it. You know, we'll see. Yeah, well, that's the thing. That, you know, there's going to be there's going to be casualties for sure. Um, but we also see too that when it comes down to like um, last resort options, um, Rhino's not afraid to go ahead and, and kind of like play dirty and stuff. You mm -hmm. know, and uh, even if that means throwing the titans that are around. And, yeah, you know, definitely. So um, it, it'd be interesting to see how that, how yeah, that whole kind of goes kind of yeah, how that battle would go ahead and, and play out, uh, especially knowing that I should say Rhino knowing that um, the scouts kind of have an idea uh, with Aaron's with obviously Aaron's help in his titan form, but mm -hmm. have an idea of how to kind of like, mm, you know, let's just say cause Rhino to, to struggle and, you know, I don't want to say it's as easy as just, you know, um, trying to continue to peeling away at his armor because I feel like that's easier said than done. Yeah. Even though they've done it before, but I don't think he's going to allow them to it really get that close. A lot, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, it's exciting. Again, I like thinking about all these different, uh, you know, potential alternative scenarios. Uh, scenarios. Yeah, exactly. And uh, B. Dennis, thank you so much for the for the response. Yes, Appreciate it as always. Um, also, I wanted to add that Kyron just DM'd us. Oh, okay, cool. Saying, I know y'all are on Twitch right now, mm -hmm. but I'm on a date with sunglasses oh, emoji. Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> well, so Kyron, Well, we miss you, Kyron, miss but you also go do your thing. Yeah, you do got your thing, that. man. You know? <laughs> Do your thing and uh hope you're yeah, having we'll, a great time on your date. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll catch up when we catch up, man, for sure. That's um, awesome. Thanks for letting us know. Thanks mm -hmm. for sharing that with us. Yeah. <laughs> um okay, so now for the poll results. Okay, let's do it. Um so the poll question from three weeks ago again. Mm -hmm. 
is if you were asked to leave for a better life, would you? Okay. And the options are, yes, I'll take that chance or no way I can't leave. And again, this also kind of goes along with, um, well, this could be a couple different. Yeah. I feel like there's different reasonings, multiple... right? Cause the one for me that comes to mind, and I think there's two different ones that come to our minds, but one for me that comes to mind is Ymir kind of forcing this new life on Historia, mm-hmm. right? Where, um, Ymir believes that there is no life inside the walls. Yeah. And so, um, she needs to take Historia with her yeah. to this new life, this new beginning. And we'll get some more talk on that this episode. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But um, what, what was, what were you kind of thinking of though in terms um, of the question? Honestly, what I thought of when I first heard, when I first um, read the question was uh, Ymir when she was young mm, and it, like when right, she was like that. homeless with those two other kids and this guy was just like, yeah, I'll bring, I'll give you a better life. Like, just come with me. Mm-hmm. I'll give yeah. you a better life. Exactly. Like, That's oh. a great example as well. Okay. So it's like, I guess I could just trust you. I get like, again, it comes with like, okay, are you going to take the chance or are you just going to be like, no, I'll stick with what I'm, what I'm familiar with, mm-hmm. even though it's not the better life, but I don't know. Yeah. So, um, let's find out what the results are. And then let's kind of talk about how, mm-hmm. what we think. So coming from Instagram, mm-hmm. We have first the lowest at 24% is no way I can't leave. And then 76% really? is yes, I'll take the chance. We have some risk takers. That is really high. It's a lot higher than what I was thinking. Me too. That's way higher than what I thought it would be. 76% said, you know what? If We've given got opportunity, some risky viewers, some risky followers. They would take the chance at a, a new potentially good life. I mean... I guess you know, it really it's really dependent on the situation. But mm-hmm. I guess if the current like like if I'm thinking of like with Ymir's situation, like she was homeless, like verge of uh, pretty yeah. much verge so of like, like how, death. So how is like, it going to get worse? You yeah. Know? So it's like if you can't think that it's getting any worse, so then might as well just sure. I'll take the chance. Mm-hmm. Sure. But then it's like the whole like you mentioned uh, Ymir trying to get Historia to be like, there's no life inside the walls. Join me outside. Like, come on, let's let's. We can go have a better life outside the walls. And then it's like, again, it's just like the whole fear of the unknown thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, you're saying that it's a better life, but I have no idea what's outside these walls or I have no idea where this man is taking me or I have no idea what's next. Like, what if it's worse? What if it's better? Like, again, it's a chance. Yeah. I mean, another example could be um, in terms of like this new life. I think about too with Ryan and Bertolt, this new life that they were given when they are now just soldiers instead of warriors. Mm-hmm. And it's like, had they just decided to stick to this new life, I mean, who knows how it would have played out. But, you know, um, again, we're going to get some insight on on what they kind of, or at least what Bertolt thinks about um, his time in, in the island of parody. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's that's the new uh, that's another kind of opportunity where it's like you know you have this new life where it's like am i going to go ahead and take the chance and kind of continue on this new life or yeah am i going to kind of go back to what you know my goal has been or what this mission is familiarity you know and um yeah i mean that's one thing too when you think about with attack on titan i mean these characters are kind of uh there's certain characters that are really kind of at a certain crossroad and they have to kind of mm-hmm. decide how they want to go about um it's usually a large things. decision with a short amount of time yeah like, oh yeah for sure it's usually extremely stressful mm-hmm. so, like another example i'm even thinking of is like when reina and bear revealed themselves and they're just like aaron just 
come with us. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll take you back to our home and you can come join whatever. Basically just saying like, oh, just come with us. It's, yeah. it's fine. Like you, you, you'll fit better there. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> like exactly. that's why even Aaron was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then just a sudden kind of like reveal at that time where they felt that that's something that they had to do, mm-hmm. right? The two characters, Raina and Berthold, where they kind of had it enough with the charades and yeah. and the acting and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's um, it's got to be very difficult for, you know, these characters to really kind of, uh, like you had mentioned, with so little time mm-hmm. kind of come to a decision. And yeah, stuff, trying which to is, think of all of the elements and trying to like think of everything yeah. and every outcome, every possible scenario, just to be like, do I leave? Do yeah. I stay? Like what? And the thing is, it's not even just like a, oh well, like a meal, a better meal is on the line. Like no, like in a lot of these situations, lives are on the line. Oh yeah. Like oh, if I say no, then possibly these people could be casualties, or possibly this could happen, or like if I leave, and there's also like. I mean, in every one of the situations, someone's going to end up being hurt. Like, so it's almost like there's not, there's never a right answer. Yeah, and truthfully, too, like I can't fault Ymir too much about what she thought was the best decision. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously my decisioning is like hindsight. You know, where it's like, you know, unfortunately, how her story ends. Yeah, and I what bothers me so much is because I I don't want to see it in that way. I don't want to see her kind of go through that that story, you know. And I just want certain characters just to be happy, mm-hmm. and uh, even if that means again just having to kind of take that that risk and stuff, you know. Um, but I mean, I don't know. You know, we're gonna go I, again. We're gonna go ahead and talk about yeah these kind of decision makings that these characters have. And so uh, it's interesting, but, um, but yeah, so I'm kind of curious, Lex, um, so kind of place yourself in, in any of those situations or even kind of like in a, an actual real life situation mm-hmm. where if you had somebody who swears that they have an opportunity to present to you a better life mm-hmm. and, um, it's so sudden, yeah. you don't have a whole lot of time to really kind of think about it because let's say the opportunity, it's either like you have to decide today or you have till you have till tomorrow very time sensitive you know and stuff like say you will you have the day to go ahead and decide you know that way gives you time to pack and stuff you know mm-hmm. but we need a decision by tomorrow um how wow would you what, what would what's going through your mind uh i honestly think that like i would i would very much consider it and i would be like you know depending on like how great this other life could and also how trusting like, like the potential person is. yeah true that too and like if the potential is so high for it to be such a good life and everything like i'm definitely like really thinking about it like Mm -hmm. probably like tearing my hair out trying to make this decision yeah and then um i honestly don't think that i would gosh it would be one of those things where it's like one part of me is like just experience it like you could try to get out of it and try to like figure out if you don't like it and try mm-hmm. to like just adapt it. There's another way. But like if you say no and you've never experienced and you can't say if it was a good decision or not, like you can't say if like you regret going or not. 
but I also have this very much like that whole fear of the unknown where it's like, dang, like what if I completely like, what if that's one of like my biggest regrets is saying yes. But what if it's one of my biggest regrets of saying no? So yeah, I feel like I would end up saying yes, but it would be extremely difficult to come to that decision. And in the back of my head, I would always, I would be trying to figure out ways to get out of it. Even if I knew, even if I didn't know if I wanted to, mm-hmm. I would just keep trying to think about it. Like, like from decisions from then on, no matter what I said yes to in the other life, I'd be like, there has to be another way for me to get out of this. Like there has to be another, even if I'm not even have, even if I'm, having a great time and it is a better life, I'm like, I still need this backup plan. Because mm-hmm. what if? Okay. Okay. Like, I would say yes, but extremely cautiously. Okay. Even if it meant like, like this decision had to be made, literally, like I need to know tomorrow. Gosh. I Like if it was so time sensitive, you'd still would say yes? I probably... Like we're talking about just like absolute, like on a whim. And yeah. And it's like... But it's also like, do I completely like this other life is completely gone? Like I completely leave like the the current life that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know. I feel like I would. OK, I'm changing my answer. <laughs> I feel like I would like. I would have too many like variables going on in my mind where it's like <clears throat> I'm going to like appeal to what's familiar to me and what that's what I've always done it's what like this is what's shaped like this life is what's shaped me as a person it's who I am and like I can't just say goodbye to it also like the whole fear of the unknown that I mentioned before like that is very much a thing so yeah I feel like I would end up saying no but it would like be one of those things where it's like if this life ended up being like not good I'd be like dang like one of my regrets like what if I would have said yes what if I would have gone like I could be doing this this is but I'm also the type of person where it's like everything happens for a reason it's fine yeah you just never know you're you're at where you're at for a reason yeah just don't even think about what if what if what if like it's no point in doing that don't even allow yourself to think that I would probably okay so I changed my answer I would say no (laughs) okay because that's my answer is it's no I, I I I'm not on a whim type person per se mm-hmm. um i would need definitely need time but also it's like like you literally just mentioned that you know kind of believing that hey you know what i mean things kind of happen for a reason or kind of like you know whatever the case is and if i don't necessarily go up and take this specific journey like i'm acting like what like there aren't going to be any other kind of opportunities yeah you know like true. Like no, I it just because I decide not to go ahead and take this this life. this risk, take this chance, doesn't mean that you know. Oh, I've damned myself, and, yeah. and guess what? Like you know, whatever. And, and again, it's all about situations. Like if we're talking about like we're in the this AOT kind of like you know this universe, um, then things might be a little bit clearer. Where we're like, okay, like mm-hmm. maybe there's a there's a chance that if I continue living the life that I'm living right now, then then I'm 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 gonna die. Yeah. You know, so it's like maybe I need to go and take the risk. But like yeah, in, in our current the situation. In our current situation, as things stand right now, it's like we what's the incentive other than just kind of like giant. like taking the risk and just hoping that, you know, like hey, things are gonna be better. Like yeah. there's also, you know, kind of that, I that feel chance. Like, li- like lives are not on the line if we are being offered yeah. like with what where we're at right now. Yeah. So it's again one of those things where it's like, you know, there's this by taking this risk, there's 
I feel like more likely that, you know, there's going to be a significant struggle and stuff, you know, and, and before things kind of get better. So it's like, do you kind of want to essentially hit a reset and then start new and kind of have to build up again? Or mm -hmm. do you want to kind of like continue to ride this kind of like this current, you know, wave that, that you're on and, uh, you know, continue to build on the person that you are and stuff, you know, or, you know, you just never know. Again, it's all about mm -hmm. situations and all that, but as things kind of stand right now, um, I would not, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy with kind of where I'm, I'm at right now and stuff mm -hmm. and the people that I have around me and, uh, and you know, with, with what I'm doing and it's not something you can just pick up and leave in a day. Yeah. And exactly. And, uh, yeah, I mean, again, you know, unless there's some sort of serious like clarity where it's like, oh man, like you find out that the alternative was this and be like, damn, you know, mm -hmm. but then, then again, again, you know, it's like, what was the alternative with, you know, thinking about Ymir and Historia, like Historia decided to go ahead and stay mm -hmm. and his, and Ymir went and guess what? Somebody died. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there was death died. involved. And so it's like, just because you think you're going to this new world because things aren't supposed to happen inside the walls with your sudden, you know, reveal of, of kind of like who you are, um, things aren't always, you know, greener on the other side. Yeah. You know? Um, so if I had yeah. like a worse life, I I would probably be more inclined to say yes. Yeah. But, you know, if you were, you, I you, had you a pretty your, good life. So I, mean, I would say so. Yeah. I'd say mm -hmm. that things are, are pretty good. <laughs> I'm pretty good with where I'm at. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you for that, Lex. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think um, we should go ahead and get into the episode. I think we did a good job of kind of recapping it. Yeah. It was pretty. You know, yeah. We talked about pretty much how now they're, they're just trying to escape. And guess what? Ymir's not ready to leave without. Historia. Mm -hmm. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and begin this episode again. This is episode 11 of season two. And this episode's name is charge. And this is part one of our breakdown and discussion. Let's go do it. All right. Whew. All right. Ready? As I'll ever be. Okay. <clears throat> I feel like I have to sneeze. I'm not ready. Oh, your body's like, no, wait. <laughs> Oh, Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> okay. At least it came out. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and uh refresher. As if my voice is isn't already kind of giving out on me. I know. Same. But let's do it. All right. We begin the episode with Ymir returning to Rhina and Bertold after retrieving Krista from the scouts. We see Rhina jumping off of the branch that he's been waiting on. He slices his hand and transforms into his armored titan. The armored titan then begins running to escape the scouts. Bertold joins Rhyna as he lands on his shoulder within an unconscious Aaron. Then Ymir joins them as she lands on the armored titan's back. As they make their escape, Mikasa, Sean, and Armin watch helpless as Armin says, No! They're getting away with Aaron! Then... Commander Irvin on horseback notices the armored titan making his escape. Commander Irvin takes a hard look, and then his expression changes to pure determination as he steers his horse to change directions. Commander Irvin then commands his soldiers, Ride! Let the titans chase you! All squads, follow my lead! A confused MP responds, Do what?! Arvin, you conniving bastard! You're using us as bait again? And then Commander Irvin tells the scout, 
or I should say tells this soldier, it's the only way. You fought well as MPs. Now give your all as soldiers. The armored tide must be stopped before he takes Aaron. Failure is not an option. We then see the armored titan running through the open plains, heading to the shore as soldiers being led by Commander Irvin chase the armored titan as titans chase them. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, um, something we kind of saw at the end of uh, episode 10 is uh, that Rhina and Berthold are making their escape. They're trying to make it back to their homeland, right? Um Again, uh, they have Aaron. The scouts were able to get to the forest of giant trees. Yeah. Um, we know that in the situation where Ymir, she's kind of like constantly looking around for, for one specific person being Historia. Um, the others go ahead and join um, and kind of like rendezvous with Ymir in the forest. Mm-hmm. And we see that there's a lot of questions being asked. They want answers because there's so much confusion going on, you know, with all that. And because last time they saw Ymir, I mean, let's face it, she was kind of in this coma. Yeah. Right? Um, and it, even before the coma, she revealed herself to just be this titan and stuff. And then there was so much kind of happening with the people over at you know, Utgard Castle. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so there's so many questions being presented to her, but uh, Ymir is not answering any of them because she's just constantly looking back and forth, scanning. And she sees Historia. Who Historia is, she is just like so just happy to see Ymir, right? I think that Ymir is probably like she was able to escape from Rhina and Berthold. But unfortunately, Ymir goes and launches herself to go ahead and what appears to be that what appears that she eats Historia, mm-hmm. right? But we see now that she's um, holding on. We see now that Ymir, she has rejoined Rhina and Berthold. Rhina is again heading to to the shore so that he can go ahead and head, head to his home homeland um but something that was interesting here is that we didn't see in and uh episode 10 is that we didn't see Rhina's I mean I should say uh, Commander Irvin's reaction yeah before we got Hanes who was you know telling uh Jean and 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 Mikasa and Armin um that pretty much we need to continue we need to go like mm-hmm. let's move right very motivated and then uh now we get the kind of like the reaction from the commander himself commander Irvin and it's a moment where he again kind of like we've we've seen before that he's willing to risk his soldiers lives to see I don't want to say like um, to see that the mission is successful because that is kind of rare, you know, in AOT. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just he's willing to go ahead and sacrifice lives to to better the the chances of of accomplishing that mission, right? Yeah. Um, he's a risk taker, you know. And then we see that what the he decides to do is uh, he has this moment where he's like, "All right, I know what I have to do. I'm going to do it." And again, he's leading the way. It's not like he's commanding and kind of like, yeah. all right, you guys do this. I'll join you guys later. No. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Do as I say. Let's go ahead and let's 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 ride. But we're gonna have these Titans that are already chasing us continue chasing us. Yes. You know? Um, and I like how that MP who obviously we know these MPs didn't want to even join them in the first place, right? Yeah. They're the the um the mission is literally changing and unfolding as as you know certain details are are happening as certain moments are kind of like you know um coming to life here 
And, uh, you know, I, I mean, MPs, I mean, we know that they don't like to get their hands dirty a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Um, but Commander Irvin is telling them, all right, guys, you guys have been MPs, but now it's time to be soldiers. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to have to go ahead and risk our lives. And um, Immediately going from MP to suddenly on the life on the line yeah. soldier. Like being like serious scout yeah. mentality here, right? Um, but what is Rhina's thinking right now? That is he he's he just thinking that he's going to be able to like just outrun them, just make them tired because he's in like the open plains yeah. now. Yeah, he's uh, by with still carrying everyone. Just mm-hmm. is he just going to be able to just? I think like, the, what is the plan. The goal is to just hope that he will push forward, mm-hmm. and the scouts aren't going to be able to like keep up to prevent him. Well, I think they they realize the scouts are already here, mm-hmm. so. They're going to be hot on our tail, but I have armor and I can protect people around me. And I mm-hmm. think that um, they're not going to be able to, be to bring t- me down. Can't, Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um, we'll see. But we know that running a marathon, there's a yeah, there's a serious determination in these scouts. And it's, it all starts with the commander himself, Commander Irvin, mm-hmm. who has a really kind of reckless mentality sometimes. And this is another reckless idea that he has. And that is to, to lead um, the Titans. Um, you know, lead them over to to where we where we want to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, all right. So now, um, continuing on with the episode, we see that the armored continues to run as soldiers follow. Jean, riding alongside Mikasa and Armin, tells them, "Ryan is too slow. We've got him." A determined and pissed off Mikasa then says, "I won't hesitate this time. I'll kill them without a thought." If Ymir feels like getting in the way, so much the worse for her. This ends here and now. I swear it. Mm-hmm. A worried Armin just watches this determined Mikasa. And then Armin, he like lowers his head to kind of like think about something. But then we get a POV shot of Ymir's jaw tighten opening its mouth. Ymir then reaches inside of her mouth and pulls us out. And then we see a saliva-covered Krista who wakes up as she just is regurgitating saliva from her mouth. And it's not her saliva. Yeah, it's not her own. And then we see that Krista... Indirect kiss. Yeah. (laughs) And then Krista begins, she's like coughing up this uh, saliva. And we see she's trying to catch her breath. And Bertolt notices that Krista, she's now alert. Krista opens her foggy eyes only to see Ymir in Titan form staring directly at her. Krista is very confused, trying to, we see, she's trying to escape Ymir's grasp. But then Krista stops as she notices steam coming from Ymir's nape. Krista then notices Ymir's human form attached to the nape as the steam clears. We see an out-of-breath Ymir trying to explain her actions. Krista! No! Oh, that keeps going. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to keep I'm just going to keep reading. Mm. Historia, I'm sorry about eating you. You're uh, probably pissed. Yeah, and then Bertold, he just continues to watch. Historia asks Ymir. What? What is this? What's going on? Talk to me. We came to rescue you and Eren. But then Ymir screams to interrupt Historia. Just shut up. 
I don't need rescuing. Things have changed. I'm with Rhina and Baratold now. Like it or not, you're coming with us. There's no future inside the walls. Hear me out for a second, okay? Life outside isn't as bad as you think. Believe me. For starters, there's no one saying the world would have been a better place if you'd never been born. Historia seems very surprised by Ymir's sudden change as she responds. Yeah, I don't think Titans would say much either way. They'd be too busy trying to devour me. Then Ymir yells back. We've all got flaws. They're not so bad if you just give them a break. It's complicated, all right? Get off your high horse. And then Historia then responds. Ymir, I don't know what's going on in your mind, but you're not making any sense. Come on. What did, what did Rhina and Beartold say? You're doing this against your will. They threatened you. And there's a pause as Ymir just stares at Historia. Beartold then joins the conversation. It's the opposite, actually. However, Historia continues. I'm right, aren't I? Let go. Whatever they got on you, I don't care. We can fight them. Put the past behind you. What matters is right now. I'm here. I will always be your ally. Then Ymir continues to just stare at Historia as we see that Ymir is contemplating whether she's making the right decision. But then Berthold interrupts by calling out to her, Ymir, look, in case you haven't noticed, the scouts are closing in. If we left earlier, there might have been a decent chance of outrunning them. Going back for Krista was your idea. You forced us. Remember that. We waited. For what? Damn it, Ymir. What the hell did we do this for? You can't have a change of heart. You wanted to run inside the walls? Does that seem acceptable, acceptable to you now? Don't be a fool. Think! And then Historia now tries to reason with Ymir. Don't listen to him! But then a struggling Ymir yells out, I can't! I wish I could. I'm sorry, sweetie. I know you think I did this for you. And then we see a pink and purple flower just flowing down a stream. But at the end of the day, I did it for me. As Ymir says with a smile. Historia now just stares at Ymir as she begins to just process everything. Ymir continues. A long time ago, I stole the power of the Titans from one of their comrades. Not much I can do against them. Sooner or later, I'm screwed. But they said if I cooperate, hand you over, maybe I've got a shot at leniency. Maybe my crime get looked over, get overlooked. You're crucial to the church. You know the truth about the walls. And then we get a flashback of Ymir eavesdropping on the two church members of the Order of the Wall. And then a memory we see where Krista asks Ymir. My family. That's it, isn't it? Then Ymir responds in this memory. Sure. Why not? But now we're back to the present as Ymir continues. When this world started going to hell, I thought to myself, couldn't hurt to have a bargaining chip in my back pocket. The castle's as close to death as, I've ever, as I ever want to get. The whole experience traumatized me, gave me perspective. 
If I have to play dirty to stay alive, then I have to play dirty. Pathetic, yeah. Doesn't make me the ideal friend. Like I said, though, I didn't do this for you. You, you deserve better. But there it is. I need you. Please save me, Historia. And then we get a look at Historia just continuing to process all of this. But this time she isn't even looking at, at Ymir. We see Historia has her head down. And we again see that same flower traveling down the stream until it falls down a waterfall. And then there's a long pause of just pure silence. But then Historia finally responds. Well, like I said... We see an emotional Ymir with tears in her eyes staring at Historia as Historia makes eye contact and gives Ymir her vibrant, warm smile. I'm here, and I will always be your ally. Ymir can't believe that she's receiving this kind of loyalty as she begins sobbing to herself. Wow. This is a very emotional moment. Yes. Because we really kind of see the struggle um, in Ymir and her kind of decision-making. We see that she's kind of stuck in this, as we mentioned, crossroads here, where she's come to the conclusion that this is really the only option for her because she feels like, I don't want to say the word owes Ryan and Bertold because that's not necessarily it per se. It's more like she took something from them and she knows more that. Like she has a debt. Yeah. But she knows that at this moment, there's, there's nothing that she can do. She knows that they're pretty much not going to take no for answer. Mm-hmm. And um, she's, she, it's, it's difficult here because in this moment with how she's explaining it to Historia, it's almost like she's doing it in a way where she's telling Historia, look, I am using you as a bargaining chip, chip for my own survival. Yeah. Right. And like she said, I did this for me. And it's not like, it's coming from a, a place where I wanted to come from, where it's like she's doing this because of how much she cares mm-hmm. about Historia. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like that kind of is hidden in her her reasoning a little bit as she explains it. But, you know, the way Historia is kind of saying this, and I think maybe this goes to show her character and how she doesn't like to express or at least show those kind of emotions and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like certain things kind of have to be fake a little bit you know yeah. she can't be completely vulnerable and um but even after explaining this reasoning and doing it in kind of a selfish way despite all that selfishness historia is still showing her her caring yeah, sweet just loving nature yeah right that even if Ymir is doing this so that Ymir can survive, guess what? Like, I will be here and I'm, I will always be your ally. And I think that's such yeah. an important I'll thing. be on your side. Yeah. And it's such an important thing because this is a character in Ymir who has never had that. Mm-mm. At least as far as what we've seen. Like and, someone who has her back the whole time. Yeah. And even with, with Historia, I mean, 
this is something where she doesn't even really have. And we're going to kind of find out that kind of rough upbringing, you know, as we continue on with the story mm-hmm. and really kind of, you know, dive deep into her, her backstory. Right. Yeah. Um, these two characters are kind of there. They, they relate with each other. I was going to say they're similar from different using different situations. Yeah. And um, I just think, again, you know, just with Ymir trying to spin it a certain way and Historia still being that true loyal person that she is, mm-hmm. I think it's so powerful. And um, and then we kind of get the I don't know if it's the same. I want to say I want to say it's the same flower. Is it the same flower where the kind of the ones that we kind of see? They always show like whenever like Aaron and Mikasa are are alone. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that they, I think it's the same flower. I, but we've never seen a a pink one before. Mm -hmm. So again, just a, it is a purple flower. However, it kind of symbolizes, you know, whatever it symbolizes, you know, it's obviously there for a reason and stuff Mm -hmm. because we see it's, um, it kind of like symbolizes something where they're kind of as as they're I the way I see it is like they're kind of they're the, they're the flower, mm-hmm. the both of them, and they're kind of on this this current right now, mm-hmm. right? And then there's a moment where we see as Ymir goes and explains things, and she kind of like again lays it out in a certain way where she's like, "Look, I'm using you," mm-hmm. right? And we see that flower is, is like completely honest with herself. Yeah, and then we see that flower as there's just pure silence and we see that not even Historia herself is now making eye contact with Ymir. She has her head down where the flower just f- goes down a waterfall. Mm-hmm. And I think that could have been a moment where Historia decides like this, like symbolizing that, that things are coming to a crashing halt. Yeah. But instead, we see, as I mentioned, that Historia stays true to herself and you know again she's she shows and she's proving as we've talked about with actions that guess what i will always be on your side Mm -hmm. and again i just think it's super powerful i don't know if you want to kind of talk about you know what we kind of just you know the conversations and everything and stuff that we just explained yeah i like the i i like the whole like how they're similar but then i also like like, Ymir is being very honest with herself here, but she's also being very vulnerable, which isn't new with how she's been to Historia. But, um, or even when she's like, I am calling you Historia now and everything. Yeah. Like, like I don't think Ymir ever wants to be seen as weak, but she's, like, being vulnerable to Historia being like, yeah, I was, I don't want to ever be close to death. Like, I was at the castle. That traumatized me. Mm-hmm. Like, and she is being completely honest with herself, but that's also something that, Ymir mentioned telling her backstory in the past, like saying that, like, like it was from that moment on, I decided to <clears throat> be honest with myself. Yeah. And now she is. Um, And then, yeah, I like when you mentioned that, like Historia responds in the same sweet, caring way that she's always been responding, like her, like Ymir admitting that, like, yeah, I'm using you. Mm. With like, oh, I'm still on your side. I still care. And also Ymir calling Historia sweetie. Is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. That's also to a moment where before though they really get the kind of like uh, explanation from Ymir, mm-hmm. where Historia is trying to 
she's pretty much trying to stop Ymir like from doing this, right? Decision. And then there's a moment too where Ymir really kind of like, we see she's kind of like struggling with her decision. And then she's, uh, there's a, a brief moment where she's like, am I, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. But then that's when Bertolt kind of like inserts himself into that conversation and tries yeah. to like, look, like we are in this situation because of you, Ymir, because mm-hmm. you wanted like putting all this, Krista. all this blame on her and everything. And then he's pretty much trying to go ahead and, and, and force her hand and saying that, look, it's too late now. Like you can't change now. Like, yeah. Like you've already made your decision. Like you can't, you can't just right. have second thoughts now. Yeah. Even though like, and he is, he is like very much pleading the case. Like by saying like, Oh, she like, you think there's a future in the walls? She's just going to rot in the, rot in the walls. Like yeah. just, it's better decision for you to just come with. Mm-hmm. And again, it's like, is it a better decision? Is it like, it's it's a very it's another very hard situation where it's like, is it a better life? Is it better to go out that way? Should we stay and then like have to fight these guys or more hard decisions? That's just how Attack on Titan. Is. Yeah, you know, as we talked about, kind of alluding to certain kind of uh, decisions and crossroads that these characters are eventually going to have to make, mm-hmm. right? And this is just kind of like the beginning transition phases of it. And um, mm-hmm. we know there's a lot of transitioning happening here with these characters. And, uh, and you know, some good, some bad. You know, we know that mm-hmm. the transition being made with uh, Ryan and Bertold, we see that now that they've kind of fully embraced their warrior yeah. mentality. And it's uh, not like they can really back out now yeah. either way. Um, so I just think that this is, again, it's a. Uh, it's so cool to see certain characters kind of, uh, as you mentioned, you know, like you see them kind of in a expressing different emotions than mm. they usually would, right? Yeah. And I, I know there that is I mentioned, development happening. I know that I mentioned that Yumiri, I mean, she's trying to like not be fully vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, she is still being vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, and, and kind of like, you know, I feel like this is kind of like a, a baby step kind of way. Yeah. You know, we know that obviously she trusts. To become more human. <laughs> like she trusts Historia. And even too, when she mentioned, you know, like Krista, no, Historia, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, that's her like real, that's her true very name. Meaningful where it's like, I do see you for who you are. Like mm-hmm. I understand your past and I'm still, I'm still, you know, talking, like wanting to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. I also think that it's interesting. It's both funny and interesting, but when Ymir is like saying that it's like oh well no one's gonna tell like when you're out there no one's gonna tell you that you would have been better off not ever being born and then obviously Historia is like well yeah Titans wouldn't yeah. say much at all like they'd be too busy trying to devour me and then Ymir's response is we've all got flaws yeah and <laughs> and then her by saying like they're not so bad if you just give them a chance uh, give them a break it's complicated uh get off your high horse which is like I feel like what Ymir is like alluding to by saying that it's like the Titans aren't that bad in comparison. Like like me, like trying to escape being devoured is better than people wishing that you were never born. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like she, I feel like it is like, I, I could kind of agree with Ymir's reasoning and being like, it's easier to live with Titans than it is to live with like yeah. evil deceitful humans like because titans they're very they're very two-dimensional they're just i mean at least for how 
uh, how Historia knows, or not how Historia knows them, but I guess for how like from from very surface level, Titans are very two dimensional where it's just like they are there to eat you. We know that they're not that active at night. There are some differentiations, are some abnormals. That's pretty much it. They can't deceive you. They can't like lie to you. They can't like they can't do these same things that these human beings can do that that can hurt you way more emotionally. They can hurt you like hella physically. Yeah. But I think that like by Ymir like saying like like they're not that bad, just give them a break is basically like her I feel like she's the type of person that would much rather prefer being like hurt physically than any kind of like mentally emotionally hurt because mm. she is a very dis she is a very distant person. She does distance herself from people because I think she is afraid of getting hurt. But then with Historia, she's more vulnerable. And you know, that's her decision to be vulnerable and you know, to give her her trust in Historia's, you know, the balls in in her court to do whatever she wants to do with that vulnerability also too and she mentions that it's like you know they're not so bad give them a break it's complicated mm -hmm. do you think it's complicated because maybe ymir really knows like the what's truth going on in the titans in terms of like titans because you, you know titans can be perceived as just these monsters right but mm -hmm. when you are on top of a wall and you see people like being kicked off and yeah, transformed into titans people who you know are just being <coughs> yeah so i think and you're like oh these titans are people okay yeah, i like to think of it in terms of it, it's it's complicated where it's like look like historia there's more than you you're even aware of right same thing in the same token it's like with historia i'm like guess what there's more than you're aware of because i have family members that are trying to yeah. change into yeah not that she's aware of that yet but yeah um yeah, so definitely complicated. But it is complicated, mm -hmm. yeah. That's just what I'm going to say whenever anyone asks about what's Attack on Titan about. It's complicated. It's complicated. War. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it all depends on what, Humanity. Side, of the, what I don't side, know. side of the spectrum you're on. Alrighty. Let's continue on with this episode. <coughs> As I prepare Clear myself. It up. Clear it up. All right. <clears throat> so now we return to the Armored Titan. As Aaron finally begins opening his eyes, Aaron is tied to Bertolt's back as Aaron is still missing his hands and feet. Aaron also has a cloth around his mouth preventing him from biting down on his arms. Aaron looks down and his eyes widen as we then see Han is trying to strike the Achilles of the Armored Titan, but Han is unsuccessful and falls onto the ground. We see him tumbling, just rolling on the open plain dirt. Aaron can be seen now looking worried and helpless as the camera pans to a wide shot, showing scouts surrounding the armored Titan, preparing to strike using their ODM gear. We see an ODM cable latch onto the armored Titan's back next to Aaron as a scout tries to land on the armored Titan. However, Ymir's jaw Titan removes the cable, causing that scout to crash onto the ground. But then, a sudden and quick strike takes out the left eye of Ymir's Titan as Ymir just screams out in pain. We then see a pissed-off Mikasa gliding as she uses her ODM gear with ease. 
Mikasa locks eyes on Berthold as she launches her cables preparing to strike Berthold down. Berthold, in a panic, runs closer towards Rhina's neck as he screams out, Rhina, protect us! Mikasa makes her way onto the armored shoulder and then launches a strike directly at Berthold. But Mikasa's strike does nothing as the armored titan protects Berthold by covering him and Aaron with his hands. We see Rhina with both hands around his neck, shielding Berthold and Aaron. Mikasa looks through the slightest opening in between the fingers. A scared Berthold stares at Mikasa as Mikasa stares back with her eyes wide opened, giving an unhinged psychotic stare. Mikasa has to quickly retreat as Ymir's Titan attempts to punch Mikasa. And as Mikasa is midair, she prepares another attack as she glares down Ymir and says, All right then, looks like Ymir goes first. Mikasa is in hot pursuit as she yells doing the Ackerman spinning technique to try to kill Ymir. But before she can make contact, Historia stands in the way screaming at Mikasa not to kill Ymir. Mikasa narrowly avoids accidentally killing Historia as she is able to spin away and lands on the back of Rhina's head. Boss move, by the way. Oh, I know. Okay, way to risk yourself. Okay. okay. Historia tells Mikasa, You're not going to kill Ymir! A pissed off Mikasa warns Historia, That all depends on her. What'll it be? She can step aside or she can die. Her choice. A worried Historia responds, That's not fair! She'll die if she doesn't go along with Rhina and Berthold. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I completely read the wrong. Okay, that's not fair. She'll die if she doesn't go with what Rhina and Berthold tell her to do. She's screwed either way. Yeah, and then Mikasa continues to warn Historia. Listen, there are only so many lives I can give a damn about. Cruel. But that's the world these enemies gave us six years ago. Sorry. I don't have any heartstrings left for you to tug on. If you want compassion, move on. You want fair? Tough shit. Time's wasting. Pick your side, Krista. Aaron? Or the bitch I'm gonna kill? Mm, yeah. Then Ymir's Titan gets pissed off, but before she can attempt another strike on Mikasa, Historia stops Ymir to tell her, Look at her face! She means it! Don't make a move. Then Ymir looks at Historia, then glances at Mikasa, only to concede. Mikasa now turns her attention back to Berthold and Rhina as she moves quickly back to Aaron. Aaron, inside of Rhina's hands, begins trying to kick and force pressure against Berthold by pushing his weight on Berthold, trying to squeeze him in a corner. A struggling Berthold tells Aaron, Quit struggling! It's not going to help. But then Berthold hears a voice from the other side of Rhina's hand. Jean tells Berthold, Good luck talking sense into that one, Berthold. When something lights a fire under him, that's it. And we then see Jean, Mikasa, Armin, Connie, and Sasha all on the other side of that hand. Getting Aaron to calm down is a lost cause. Take my word for it. I've been on the receiving end more than you have. What do you say we teach him patience? Come on, show yourself. And then a panicking Mikasa tells Berthold, Give him back! 
right now. And emotional and still in disbelief, Connie asks, guys, really, this is some kind of joke, right? No way this is you. You've been lying to us this whole time. We were supposed to be comrades. Sasha, also not accepting the truth, pleads. They still are. This is all just a misunderstanding. And then we continue to see the soldiers on horseback chasing the armored titan. And they're not far behind. Jean now asks, where do you think you're going? You can't keep running forever. We're not going to let that happen. Rat bastards. Through thick and thin, we slept under the same roof as soldiers for three years. Matter of fact, positions you could sleep in were in art form, Bear told. I'm not kidding. We all loved waking up to see your contortions in the morning. You used to predict the weather with them. How'd you do it? How'd you do it, Bear told? Must not have had a care in the world, lying beside your victims, yet you slept like a log. Connie asked Berthold, Was it all just an act to you? What about the way we used to talk about surviving this together? About growing old, looking back on the worst of it over drinks. Remember? Was that all bullshit? Answer me! Go on! What was the point? What were you trying to do? Mikasa tells both Sean and Connie. It doesn't matter anymore. Shut up and focus on opening the traitor's neck. Hesitate for a moment and we forfeit Aaron. Who cares what they pretended to be? This was their choice. But then, an emotional Bertold yells out, No! You're wrong! Who chooses to be this? Tell me! What do you think I am, huh? What? You think this is what we aspire to be? People loathe us. And why wouldn't they? We're monsters. We deserve to die for the things we've done. We're lost. We could live a thousand years and never be, and never again know peace. Try to imagine that darkness. The only light was our brief time as soldiers. It was never a lie. Do you understand? We're not who we said we were. But it wasn't an act. We genuinely thought of you as our friends. I'm not stupid. I know I have no right to ask forgiveness. But please, I beg of you. If we were Conrad's, someone find us. Ymir, inside of her titan, listening to Berthold, appears to be shocked. As it appears that she resonates with what Berthold just says. Or what just said. But then, Mikasa is through listening to what they have to say. Give him back. I won't ask again. Berthold responds, I'm sorry. I can't. One of you has to do it. One of you has to stain your hands with my blood. Mikasa appears ready. As Armin appears to have something up his sleeve. But Hannes interrupts the group by screaming out to warn them. Guys! Get down from there! Take cover! Hannes, he asks himself, what the hell's Erwin doing? And Hannes continues telling the group, he's off his rocker! Look! The group on the armor titan look at the direction in front of the armor titan. Hannes continues, 
the lunatics leading the Titans straight for us. And then we then see a horde of Titans chasing Commander Irvin and, and his soldiers as Commander Irvin leads them directly towards the armored Titan to be continued. Ugh, wow. A lot. A lot. Yeah. Just when you thought things were already kind of crazy, yeah. you're only going to get crazier, per usual. Of course. All right. Um. So, wow. Let's go ahead and let's kind of talk about this this moment that we, that we see here. Um, a lot of emotions being expressed. Certain emotions kind of uh, bringing some things to light a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for starters, we see that, again, the scouts are they're very close. Um, Han is, is trying to go ahead and, and, and stop the Armor Titan. Yeah. Which we kind of talked about where, you know, you kind of asked with, with Rhina, I mean, what, what's kind of the what's, plan here, what's right? The plan? And again, I think it's just Rhina, just full go, just continue running. Yeah, and even if we'll the, the even if the scouts are close, excuse me, <coughs> even if the scouts are close, you know, there's no looking back, just continue moving forward mm-hmm. and, uh, that, you know, that they're, there's not going to be able to stop me. Yeah. Um, which you see is the truth because there's. You know, they're not able to go ahead and kind of you know, um, cut down anything that would, uh, any of the, the weak points because, you know, there's armor there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we even see as certain scouts are trying to um, get to Aaron by landing on the armor Titan, right? Yeah. Very that, brave. <laughs> that Guess what? There's another Titan that's there and that is Ymir's jaw Titan, mm-hmm. right? Who's also preventing um, the... Carry on the shoulder. Yeah, preventing the kind of... Uh, the lesser talented um, yeah. soldiers uh, from using their Odium gear to, to get closer to Aaron. But then you have somebody who is very talented, uh, mm-hmm. a very determined, focused, and pissed off Mikasa, who is not going to be stopped. And she she goes and she just like full on um, takes out the vision of, of Ymir's left eye. Yeah. In such a quick way too. Yeah, very right? effective Swift. And, um, I mean, what else would we expect from Mikasa? Yeah, you know, again, it's just that Ackerman kind of, uh, you know, that talent that they have. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, though. You know, Mikasa, she's being, she's very emotional right now. Um, and so she realizes that, guess what? All right. She's going to start with you, with Ymir. Mm-hmm. And then Ymir, she's not going to back down. But Ymir right now, she's kind of like stuck because she can't really see... Um, and right before Mikasa can even land anything, mm. Historia prevents it. Historia like puts her body on the line. Yeah. Definitely, uh, shows that her actions are, she's true to her word. Yeah. She does care about Ymir. Mm-hmm. And, um. Enough to where she wait, she's standing in the way of Mikasa's like spinning attack. Like, yeah. that's brave. Which we know would have absolutely murdered oh yeah she would have been sliced clean in half yeah um but i mean here's the thing though mika says she is under the mentality or she guess what she had an opportunity before to prevent this all from happening but she for whatever reason she she hesitated and she 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 couldn't subconsciously hesitated she couldn't fatally take care of Rhina and Berthold. Yeah. But now she's not going to make that mistake again as we see that she's like, all right, screw it. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and take out whatever's in my way. Mm-hmm. 
and uh and historia explains really kind of like you know what that one ymir has no other option she's kind of forced to do this right yeah like mikasa doesn't care right but then like oh she screwed it the way well she put herself in that position yeah pretty much um, and then yeah that's the thing is that you know historia sees that mikasa means business and she's serious Mm -hmm. and so it communicates that to her though yeah she does which is like you know she doesn't need to she doesn't owe that to her but no but um you know um historia is able to kind of prevent things from getting a little messy over there and um and and then um we get that kind of that iconic kind of moment with mikasa and talking about how emotional and how how determined she is to get Aaron right yes. before she can even get to Berthold, um, you know, Berthold screams out to Rhina. Rhina is able to save Berthold mm-hmm. by now kind of cocooning him with his yeah. armored hands. Just... Um, but again, that iconic expression that Mikasa gives as she is peering through the uh, the gaps between Very the fingers. Intimidating. It's such an intimidating Never look. Get that? It's just the look of like a killer. Yeah, it's uh definitely a, like don't fuck with me yeah give me back aaron get back my man yeah and um already lost him like five times yeah and it's funny see bear told's reaction where he's literally like just on like the other side of the hand right mm-hmm. but he is like petrified mm-hmm He's like, oh my gosh, like the colossal titan is terrified of me. Yeah, so. he's supposed to be the monster, yeah. but guess what? The real monster in this moment is, is Mikasa. Mikasa. Right? Yeah. So um Mikasa's not able to go ahead and get Terran. And um it's funny because um we see the moment when, you know, all the, the group essentially kind of they all join uh, Mikasa over on the other side of that hand. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily understand Jean's where he's coming from because he is trying to talk. T- I don't want to say interrogate. Yeah, Berthold, but then he starts bringing back memories. Yeah, he, he starts kind of like like he's just having a chat. Yeah, and he's just like, like, oh well, we all know that once Aaron has a fire lit under him. He just goes. Yeah, okay. that's right. I've been on the receiving end of that. And then he kind of switches like again. giving him advice on how to deal with Aaron. <clears throat> yeah, and then he switches again to where it's just like, like, I don't know, back to, you know, this kind of interrogating, mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? Well, where are you running either. to? There's nowhere for you to go, rat bastards. But then he goes back to his like, hey, remember when you were sleeping in these funny positions? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I don't even I think he knows what he's feeling. Yeah, he's hurt, but he's also like, dang, like I miss those times. Like yeah. I'm hurt because I had such yeah. fun times with you guys. Yeah, like, but I wish I miss those days. Like, of... like, did you have as much fun too, or like what? And it was like I feel like a mixture of like frustration, but sadness. Yeah, and like wanting to recollect those old memories, but also like I know that we're also trying to like kill you right now. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. And then he goes and he kind of like, again, switches back to, he's like, what was going through your mind as you were sleeping next to your, mm-hmm. your victims or whatever, blah, 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 you yeah. know, and stuff. And it's like, dude, like pick a side of the coin here. You know, you're acting like Rhino right now. I know. You know, but then you have, again, it's just, um, 
poor Connie still doesn't want to believe. I know. You know, and it's sad because the, ta- the Taekwondo. And then you know, it's it's funny because he kind of talks about how it's like, you know, Connie mentions to me. We we talked about you know just when we were older, mm-hmm. kind of reminiscing on you know old times and all that and stuff and over drinks and it's like me knowing what we all know now mm-hmm. it's like bro there is no older for these yeah. titan users yeah, guess what there's, no, there's like, a shell life older. for them and uh yeah you're not gonna be able to <laughs> to yeah to go ahead and take a trip <laughs> even down if they were lane. on your side they are not <laughs> yeah any older yeah and um but then like you say yeah the taekwondo with sasha even doesn't want to even believe it you know and she's even kind of like what is just like defending them yeah um well, what does she say? Like exactly, she. Um, um, yeah, she goes. Um, that that. Um, they still are. Yeah, talking about uh, well, oh, Connie mentions that you know yeah. we were supposed to be comrades, right? Yeah, and Sasha, she's again saying that you know we, we still are. That this like just tell us it's all just a misunderstanding, mm-hmm. right? Like honestly, As that's if, all that they really had to say. But you know that it there's especially with Baratold, you know that he's not gonna lie to them again. Yeah. Like he just <clears throat> doesn't have that in his heart. I don't think just to be like, yeah, you know what? This is a big mis- misunderstanding. Instead, we get this full speech that we're gonna talk about. Oh yeah. With Baratold saying that you know, like, I you I didn't choose this. Like no one logically would, and you know. Because yeah. he could easily, again, he could easily be like, yeah, you're right. This is a misunderstanding. Connie and Sasha believe me. But you know that, like, the others would not believe him. They'd be like, no, you are never being trusted, ever. And then, is it, again, here's the thing, too, as you mentioned. Um, we're going to talk about it. Because Mika says she goes and she tells, you know, pretty much the ones that don't want to believe it. Like, none of that matters anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is who they are. They're traitors and we need to just shut up, right? And yeah. um, she tells them, you know, if we hesitate for a moment, we forfeit Aaron. Yeah. Right? She says, who cares what they pretended to be? This was their choice. Yeah. And uh, this is what they are now. Yeah. And now we go ahead and again, we kind of like are in line a little bit about the the feelings of of, of how Berthold and Reina really what they really felt about their time. Yeah. We get to know their, a little more about their mindset. We know that this is something that Rhina and Rhina, I should say specifically kind of like battled with and internally with himself, you know, because he found himself being this soldier trying Mm -hmm. to be this soldier and stuff, you know? And, uh, and I think too, that, um, he, this was something where he, he kind of like felt, we know that in, in, we're going to get to it much later on in, in the anime, but or in the, in the story. Mm. But we know that kind of like Reina is this outcast and stuff who, yeah, who wants to be taken seriously and uh, is doing all this stuff for his family, right? To be taken serious because we know that he's like a half Eldian, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. But he wants to be a leader so badly. And I think that he kind of found that role here. And I think that's why it was so easy for him to just you know, um, continue on with this. Kind of just get lost in this role as we talked about, right? Yeah. Getting lost in this role and um, and forgetting about the mission a little bit because, you know, it's, I don't want to say he found a home, but he, he just, 
you know, it's a role that he had been wanting to to play, and and here he is playing out this role. But then now we get the we find out from Bertold how he really felt, and you know, Bertold he just tells him like like who chooses to be this, mm-hmm. you know? And he's got a point because th- they didn't necessarily cho- like they didn't choose to be this per se. They kind of just were young children, and they were. Yeah. Um, this is your mission. Go do it. And you couldn't be like, I don't want to do that. You'd be like, well, yeah. then you're not going to be a warrior for what you've been training for to do all your life. Like, and again, and they, you I just have to do it's it. It's in a way too. It's kind of like just, you know, like brainwashing a little bit because, mm-hmm. Definitely. you know, they're so young and they're so in- impressionable. Like taking advantage of their, like taking advantage of their, I don't want to say their ignorance, but <clears throat> pretty much. Yeah. They're, they're so young. Yeah. They're just like, you know, trying to like mold them into these, these warriors. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think it's funny too, because when Bertold asked like, who chooses to be this, there's one person that came to my mind who chooses to be this. And that's Gobby. Yeah. Gobby is yeah. the, the one character that's just she like, very much like, she chooses. All devils. Let's yeah. go commit this genocide. <laughs> but then Bertold continues and, and, you know, he's kind of just like asking him like, what do you think I am? Right, he goes like, "Do you think this is what I aspire to be?" And he tells him, "You know, like people loathe us, and then why wouldn't they? We're monsters." Yeah, he completely like understands where they're coming from. And he tells them, "Like, we deserve to die for the things we've done. Mm-hmm. We're lost." And uh, you know, he talks about how he's just like, no matter what they do, like they're never gonna know peace yeah. again, and. It's like very much empathizing with yeah. his, as John calls them, victims. Mm-hmm. He's very much empathizing with them. He's like, yeah, I would not want to be in your shoes either. And I hate being in mine. I'm so sorry I did this. I didn't choose this. It just happened. And he kind of tells him too, like, just like when he says, try to imagine that darkness is almost like, just like, try pl- like putting yourself in our shoes. Yeah, you know? exactly. And then. Ryan is not really having a problem putting himself in their shoes. Like he mm-hmm. completely understands where they're coming from, but yeah. he's trying to be like, can you please put yourself in mine? And then he tells them, like, the only light was our brief time as soldiers. It was never a lie. Because we're not who we said we were, but it wasn't an act. We genuinely thought of you as our friends. And I think that, again, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of, that coming to light makes the situation that much more difficult for them. Because, um, you know, there is no turning back at this in this point. Yeah. Right. Because that Even, was like never really like outwardly said because, you know, you always have Connie for mm-hmm. sure being like, does that mean nothing? All of our time together, that meant nothing. Like, what did that mean? Like that, like it was all a lie. Like we're not actually like these tight comrades that I thought that we thought we were. Yeah. And then finally we have this confirmation from Ryan being like, yeah, actually we do think of you as our friends. Yeah. And then they, you know, really like people see us as these monsters, but we're not really the monsters that people perceive us to be mm-hmm. you know it's like it's a, it's a, such a struggle for them because this is something that they didn't necessarily it's want complicated yeah it's complicated <laughs> um and then you know right our Bertolt understands that you know he has no right to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. but it's just i beg of you if we were comrades someone find us and i'm kind of wondering like what necessarily means by that mm-hmm. like what do you think he means by that like someone find us we were comrades someone find us is that him pleading for help yeah is that like if we were really comrades 
right? Mm-hmm. Someone find us. If we were really comrades, like, please help us. Or, you know, maybe it's not asking for help. Maybe he's, you know, he knows that it's, it's, they're beyond help because, you know, yeah. who knows? Like someone, it's not even like, are my people, your people. It's like someone, please. Yeah. Relieve like, us all from this very sucky situation. I don't know exactly what Bertolt necessarily means by that last sentence there. Yeah. Um, if any of you guys know, let us know. Yeah, what you guys think. Um, but, and again, this is a moment where we see like Ymir, she's in her Titan. We see her in her human form mm-hmm. inside of her Titan. She's kind of just like, like she's really thinking about what Bertolt said, mm-hmm. right? Like like you said, it's really resonating with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something's resonating with her. Um, but again, Mikasa, she's tired of hesitating. And, you know, she tells them that I'm not going to ask again, mm-hmm. give him back. But dead set now and realizing that there's no turning back. Bertolt tells them that, you know, he can't. And then this is another kind of powerful thing he says where he says, he says, one of you has to stain your hands with my blood. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. Like he's willing to either forgive me or I do, I understand that I should die. I give up my life. And it's something he did mention where he's like, we deserve to die for the things we've done. Mm-hmm. Right. Very much. But, uh, he's very much understanding of that. He's very... He's he's for sure... Re- I don't want to say regretful of this. Mm-hmm. It's just... I think he regrets what it turned ended up turning into. And that he was just like... Yeah, you could tell that Baratold is not... He's he's just very empathetic. Yeah. Which this is not whole... really the quality that you want in uh, a Marley warrior. Yeah. Well, they kind of have a knack for it, though. Some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think it's like when certain things kind of come to light a little bit and they realize, hey, you know what? Things aren't necessarily as they were taught to me. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Right? Especially as you're growing up from, you know, being a warrior from so young. Yeah. And <clears throat> having the responsibility of people's lives. <laughs> you yeah. learn pretty quick. <laughs> Um, yeah, like you said, especially at such a young age. But then there's uh, an interruption as Hannes explains about uh, that the commander has, he's lost it. Commander Irvin is literally off his heading, rocker. <laughs> he is heading straight towards us. And then we go ahead and we literally see Commander Irvin as determined as ever. Right. Mm-hmm. In his Commander Irvin way. And there are, there's like a horde of Titans. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm getting the yawns right now. But, um, yeah. Okay, I've and, been yawning the whole time. <laughs> and then he, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's got this horde of Titans that is heading straight towards the Armored Titan. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's again, just. Things just get crazier. As always. It's always complicated. But this was a fun episode to kind of like, again, um, to get back diving into, yeah, diving into, you know, the, 
real kind of emotions of what these characters are feeling. You know, it's not like they're now kind of hiding certain things because we've seen so often that characters are really kind of hiding what they really feel Mm -hmm. and not wanting to be completely transparent or completely vulnerable. But we've seen with Ymir, like, you know, she's putting herself out there in one way to go ahead and kind of like prove some sort of loyalty to Ryan and Bertolt, but also, you know, she's having kind of a, an emotional conversation with with Historia. And again, Historia just being, you know, true to herself mm-hmm. and uh, being the loyal, caring person that she is. Then you have Bertolt, as we realize that this isn't easy on him. Yeah. Right? Meanwhile, you have Rhina listening to all this being like, dude, like, do not sacrifice yourself right now we still have a mission to do yeah i don't agree i don't even know what rhino would say about about that speech rhino is just right now just running and just yeah <sighs> yeah <sighs> just trying to be like <sighs> sounding like a creeper <sighs> yeah <sighs> like a minecraft zombie yeah that yeah that's the zombie not the creeper the creeper is a be weird if Rhino was making that noise while running. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, what's about to happen right now? But really, it's not Rhino, it's Beartold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rhino, yeah. Rhino, uh, yeah, Beartold is, is the bomb. Yeah. He's like, screw you guys having my blood on your hands. I'm going to have all of your blood all on of me. All of our blood, yeah. Yeah. If, if Attack on Titan characters were Minecraft mobs. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if um, Beartooth was a loose cannon. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he's like like a sensor. Bucket, I'm gonna do it. Don't don't test me. Like, I will kill us all. <laughs> what? Calm down. I'm glad. Yeah, that's where we see Rhino's hand literally just like, or his his eyes kind of light up. Um, <laughs> don't do it. I'm glad that Rhino's not the one with the colossal titan ability. Oh he my gosh. Think about all the mental explosions he would go through. Oh, and people up. Yeah. But then again, Rhino wasn't even supposed to be Titan to begin with, so. Yeah, true. Hey. It is what it is. Just, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. It all happens like like that. Um, Sadly. You know what's something I want to do? I want to kind of quickly talk about, and again, I know that we talked about spoilers and all that. Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about um, a certain. I want to talk about on in the manga, the um, as I kind of like. I didn't really play any music, but I'll do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought about that literally like twenty minutes in. I was like, mm. yeah. Oh, is it is it, it shut off? Probably did the. Uh, waited too long yeah but um there we go i want to kind of talk about uh, the the manga panel part of ymir's demise and how sad it is oh okay i'm gonna go ahead and look at it And it's so sad. Oh my gosh. Find a good one. 
Yeah, it obviously shows Ymir. Yeah. He is just like defeated and Yeah. You know, she's like chained up and everything. And then it just shows Porco as he get he explains and he's having this conversation with the Rhino. Mm-hmm. Right? And he tells him. But I was able to understand a bit about my predecessor, that woman named Ymir. Mm-hmm. A pathetic woman who'd been given a grand name. He says she volunteered to give back Marcel's jaws, didn't she? Mm. And then Rhino, just to beat up, you know, just beating down Rhino. Yeah. He says uh, she did. And then, you know, Marcel just tells Rhino, so what did you even do on that island? You just got rescued by one person after the next. And it's just like, damn, you know, like Porco one is just like, he has no chill whatsoever. Yeah, no, right? Porco is, is out of pocket. He's on one. But then he goes and he like. But also he doesn't, you know. Like, just look at how sad Ymir. Oh my gosh, you look so defeated. And then I, I, I just, I don't want to see Ymir like that. Mm-mm. Again, I want her to be back. There's like no fight left in her. Yeah, yeah, there's like nothing left, you know. Mm. And, um, and she didn't even get. <laughs> you know, you didn't even get Historia. I know. Right? That's definitely, I mean, obviously, that's after she wrote her letter and everything, which, you know, we'll read. And um, I'll read. Yeah, you'll read. But yeah, it's it's sad. And, uh, you know, Porco just doesn't care one way. Yeah, he he just, just like, so. He doesn't know that. Learn a little bit about. Pathetic woman given a grand name. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Porco. And, uh, I mean, hey, it's sad him. because, again, it's like she just didn't. She never really had a say in the matter. Mm-mm. She was just kind of just constantly dealt these cards and having to just deal with them. So, yeah, it's tough. But, yeah, I kind of wanted to go ahead and talk about that. Just touch on it. I know that we're going to talk about it again at some point. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, do we have any other final thoughts we want to kind of talk about? Um, We can. I mean, this also happened, like, Three weeks ago, mm-hmm. but we can talk about the that anime New York meetup where Isayama got asked plenty of. Oh questions. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to go ahead and talk about uh, that? Do you I have... remember a few, but I know that I saw. I could always look up more, but I yeah. definitely remember some interesting ones. I would love to go ahead and kind of talk about the questions that were asked and what the answers were. Yeah. Uh, so I know that before he even went, like we talked about this before, how he sent out a, I think it was a tweet. Saying that, like, please mm-hmm. be kind to me, guys. Yeah, because he understands that the ending to yeah. the manga it got it did not get the yeah. best uh, perception response. and everything, right? Yeah. And stuff. And then, uh, so there was a point reception is the right and, word. Yeah, reception. That's what it is. There was a point in um during the 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 interview. So he has a, a translator there next to him. And obviously it's a big, it's a big panel. So it's him up there with his translator and then all these people asking questions. And, um, basically someone was telling him like, like you have nothing to, you know, be, cause you could tell that he is so hard on himself through his answers mm. by being like, yeah, I hope it's something that you guys like, like it might not have been my best work. Like, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry if you guys didn't like, like you can tell that he's so hard on himself and that he, even he himself didn't feel happy with the ending. Like he mm. didn't feel like, Which is why it, but he also admitted like, like, yeah, I started writing this manga, like with no ending in mind. 
He's like, I did wow. not have an ending in mind when I started. I just had to kind of make something up. Like I didn't have an ending in mind from the beginning. So, but then he, uh, someone is telling him like, like you don't need to feel regretful at all. Like, like, like basically just to like, like it wasn't like a full on like speech. It was just like, oh, we really like your anime. And he was, as he was talking uh, in his response, he was saying like, hey, yeah, I, I really hope it's something that you guys enjoyed and thank you for those that are here and thank you for my supporters and everything. And then like, you can tell that he's like still being hard on himself and yeah. the crowd responds with this very big, like cheer, cheering him on and saying that like they love him and everything. And good. And he starts welling up with tears. Really? Wow. Yeah. He starts welling up with tears and he's to like, he's like trying to like cover it up and he's like trying to wipe away tears. Cause he's like, just so grateful that like, they're they are not being like so yeah, just, it's just not sucks that it's like it's hateful he's, he's or grateful that there's no hate being thrown yeah. his way and everything which would be a tragedy if that was the case because you think about what he literally gifted gifted all of us with yeah such an incredible such story amazing. with amazing characters i'm gonna try to look up some more questions because they would they were really good mm. yeah um i, I know so. that he talked about some characters that um he's based that he's based um let's see i have it here it is that he's that he's based some character designs off of like we've all talked about how he his favorite character and design Rhyna. and everything is uh is Rhina. and he talked about how like his design um he will first design the character and then he'll give them a personality mm. like first he'll start designing them and then be like oh this person looks like this I'll give them this personality. But he talked about how um, he's based certain characters off of certain pop culture characters. Like Gobby is inspired by Arya Stark from Game of Thrones. And I then see that. I think it's, oh gosh, I can't remember <clears throat> what the character it is. I think it's Connie who's inspired by Jesse from Breaking Bad. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I want to say it's Jesse. Hold on. I have this here. Um. Oh, the original name of the uh, he said that the original name <clears throat> of the anime was originally going to be Humanity versus Titans, mm. but he felt like it it gave away too much of the stories. So he was like, Let's just do Attack on Titan, yeah, and he also cool. wanted the anime to be much bloodier, much gorier. Like originally, that was the idea, but he was afraid that it would have been banned in too many countries. So they decided to limit that. It makes sense because I know that there's I don't I don't know what country is it, but then uh, some some place put like pants on or like shorts on Titans. Yeah, I want to say it was like somewhere in. <clears throat> yeah, who knows? I don't even know. It was somewhere like Northern European, mm. like Switzerland, Germany. Germany is not North Northern Europe, but mm. somewhere in in Europe, I want to say. Like if it was gorier, can you imagine like what he could have done with some of these deaths? Like yeah. what what could have happened? Um, okay, I already talked about that. How he has the design for the personality. Oh, okay. It's not Connie. Falco is inspired by Jesse. Really? From Breaking so Bad. it's it's these kind of like newer characters. Yeah, it's a newer one. That are inspired yes. by um, and then mm -hmm. he also talked about how Aaron's uh voice actor talking about the the Japanese voice actor. Mm. Um, helped Isayama to determine 
like Aaron's morals. Like he said that he's never seen Aaron as a villain because the voice actor, like he feels like the voice actor just gives him too much of a heroic, like such a sincere, nice, like main character voice that wow. because of that voice, he's never seen Aaron as like a villain, as evil. So he feel like he like it's crazy to think that like this voice actor has affected like the the morality and the like the the moral view of a character. Like they really have that much of an impact on that character. And you know, obviously he's incredible. You know, he's incredible at doing what he does by voicing Aaron. <clears throat> but yeah, Isayama was saying that like he's never seen Aaron as an evil person or as a villain. Like because this voice actor he can't see him as a villain. That's crazy. Imagine being that talented as a voice actor <clears throat> to be able to just like to impact the story with your not voice. just that, yeah, impact the story, but also impact like your my, like your perception. Mm -hmm. Yeah, impact your whole like li the literal creator is like yeah, this guy isn't a bad guy because the voice actor is so, such a good guy. Like yeah. it's so good. Wow. He also was talking about how Hanji is inspired, the like whole character design and everything is, of Hanji is inspired by one of his really weird friends. Oh, really? Yeah, Isayama just has like a weird friend that he was just like, she's interesting. We'll make a character based off of her. And that Isayama was saying that his favorite, like some of his, fa like his favorite, like overall, just like consistent moments in Attack on Titan are in are any interactions between uh, Connie and Sasha? Yeah, because he loves they're that so <laughs> weird. Yeah, right. Which I mean, good. I mean, he designed them mm. in a great way. And yeah, just more him feeling loved, uh, regret, and oh. he feels a lot of regret and a lot of guilt for the ending. But you know, but we're getting a whole new ending though. And everything. For Would you like to anime. see um, him like almost crying? Sure. I'm hiding it right now a little bit. He's definitely very hard on himself. And it's the moment where the audience makes him cry. Alex. This is them in response to like, we love you and everything. <laughs> he like admits it i'm yeah. trying not to cry but yeah that's pretty much like the main the the main questions yeah the main interesting questions hmm. uh from isayama's uh attack on titan panel in at anime nyc very cool three weeks late but we finally reviewed it <laughs> yeah finally talked about it um yeah and also, too, we got, like, again, the confirmation talking about how just a different ending, right? The manga mm -hmm. ending. And then we're going to have a, an anime adaptation. Oh, yeah. Ending. We could talk about how we saw, like, in the... There's, like... um. They talk uh, about how a certain character is going to come back. Yeah, talking and about... It's going to be a certain titan form. Certain titan form that we 
And then uh, we decided on the name and everything. Yeah, we, and we were talking about this Titan from season one. And this was when uh, Aaron's Titan was in that very like kind of weird like uh, state where mm -hmm. we saw that. Um, very unstable. Didn't know what to call this Titan. And then uh, yeah. it was even a poll question. And you guys all voted as the Berserk Titan. Mm -hmm. And I believe this is referred to as the Berserker. It's officially yeah, referred to as the as the as Aaron's Berserker Titan. Yeah. So, um, but that was shown as, um, obviously like some newly, I mean, I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but cause you know, there's all kinds of speculation out there, but there is a visual of Aaron in this berserk Titan form in newer in what seems to be like a teaser of the new final season. Mm -hmm. And that to my understanding is not in the manga original is not in the manga. And yeah. So it seems like we might get an anime original ending. Yeah, which, which would be amazing. We, you know, regardless when Attack on Titan ends, I'm I'm gonna end up I'm gonna read the ending of the manga. Like I want to know what different endings was mm -hmm. going on, and we can you know all discuss it and everything. But yeah, having an animal uh, anime animal having an anime original ending is gonna be exciting for everyone. I'm just thinking about how spoiled us AOT fans are. Yeah, no, we get all these endings. We That's get so crazy. Um, I mean, it's just very sad of how it came about, about like, I can't help but think of like Isayama being so hard on, hard on himself and being like, yeah. let's do this whole new thing. But also like, <clears throat> I'm also thinking about like Mappa for being like, here you go. There's not really a whole lot of reference art for this final ending yeah. for you to animate. You don't so think that um, here's some new reference Isayama art. Isayama is, you don't think Isayama is essentially still orchestrating it by pr providing them with maybe the his kind of like potential manga panel type stuff, whatever. Yeah. I feel like he, I mean, obviously he's, he, the, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be his idea, right? Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden we're like steering off from what Isayama. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I mean, it better be <laughs> um, yeah. Isayama's like original ending. <clears throat> uh, Cause I don't think that there would be like a, some kind of different creative direction going yeah. on. Uh, that wouldn't be Isayama. Like Isayama is, he does like his base drawings and everything for it too. But I wonder, I don't know if Attack on Titan is Isayama's drawing or if it's, I don't think it is. I think it's a, I don't know who the illustrator is actually. Mm. It might actually be Isayama who does the illustration and the story. And he just, he's just going to have to provide both new story and new illustration yeah. for MAPPA to then beautifully animate because Mappa's been doing a really good job with Chainsaw Man so far. Like, really, really cool visuals in that in that anime. If you guys haven't seen it yet, guys, watch Chainsaw Man. New episodes every Wednesday. <laughs> there are only, like, nine episodes in right now. So, <laughs> but anyways, just a lot of respect for Mappa. And a lot of respect and admiration for Isayama, of course. Yep. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you for that, Lex. Of course. <clears throat> Here to bring you that... Attack on Titan news. What's going on? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I'll be honest. I don't know if it's still that COVID fog and all that, but I'm feeling kind of exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's me all the time. <laughs> so I'm ready to go ahead and uh, close, close out, this, it out this episode. Yeah, I'm ready. Alrighty, guys. Well, that wraps up another episode of Attack to Talk podcast. Um, yeah, this was uh, season two, episode eleven. Glad to part be back. Part one of our dis uh, breakdown and discussion. We are very glad to be back. Sorry, guys, I'm still feeling a little out of it. As you can tell, the voice is still a little shaky. 
Um, we knew this was going to be yeah. a challenge this episode, but I feel like we uh, we did good. Mm-hmm. Didn't do great, but did good. So I feel like um, once we start getting to our usual We're self, something out there. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll only be getting better. Um, but yeah, it was fun to be back, guys. We missed you guys so much. And um, you guys know, remember new episodes. Uh, we'll be streaming live on Sundays, and we, we will update you guys on the times. Um, and if there happens to be a different day, you guys know to get your updates over on Instagram at Attack Talk Podcast. If you guys are not following us, please follow us. That's where you guys will get all your updates. Uh, we also post the different poll questions that we have and where we get the results from you guys. And it's something that we get, are, we're always excited about. Love the um, interaction with you guys. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and if you guys plan on watching the episode at a later time, episodes will be published on Fridays and you guys can watch them on Spotify. You guys can watch them on YouTube. You guys can listen to them um on apple um click the link tree on uh, the instagram profile and that will show you all the many platforms that we have um so yeah guys make sure you guys are always up to date and we will do our best to go ahead and uh, update you guys in a timely manner there's times where we're still trying to figure out on uh kind of when we want to do things and stuff yeah. you know it's kind of just a, a free-flowing th- thing thank you for being <coughs> flexible with Excuse our me. changing schedules <laughs> Yeah, and um, <clears throat> yeah, guys. So again, always stay updated at uh, Attack to Talk podcast on Instagram. Um, of course, we want to shout out um, our editor, Nate Plays Bad. Thank Nate, you so much, Nate. Um, we know that you had a nice break <laughs> as we uh, yeah. have been off these uh, these two weeks, Good and uh, we're back. And uh, we always appreciate your hard work, my friend. Thank you so much again for everything that you do for the podcast, and uh, and. Make sure you guys go ahead and support him as well. Um, make sure you guys go ahead and check out his Twitch channel. Check out his YouTube channel. It is both under Nate Plays Bad. And uh, yeah, guys, just spread the love. And uh, make sure you guys let him know that we appreciate him for all that he does for us here at the podcast. So thank you for everything, Nate. <clears throat> and then let's talk about some merch. Um, I do want to say that I know the Anime Crunch. Um, so one thing I realized is that with uh, the link in our link tree, I believe it is... Uh, Maybe the link's not good anymore. So if you guys have been trying to do that and it has been sending yeah, you and apologize. the link hasn't been working, then we're sorry. But um, I think you guys can go ahead and get all your information on their Instagram. And their Instagram is uh, anime crunch uh, 24 That is anime. And then the word crunch with two H's. Okay. And then 24. So that is anime, A-N-I-M-E, crunch, C-R-U-N-C-H-H-24. Go to their Instagram. I believe they will have a link available for you guys to use. We will try to fix our issue mm-hmm. um, eventually. We'll uh, um, but yeah, so if you guys have been trying to use that link, uh, trying to look, look for uh, any kind of merch and stuff, it's, you know, the holidays are coming very close. Um, they're right around the corner. Um, so we apologize if uh, the link is not um, usable for you guys. Mm-hmm. But go to their Instagram. Go ahead and follow them. And then, so you guys go always stay up to date. I know the Anime Crunch, they're still po- constantly posting. Um, so they are still there um also you guys can find them at their separate or say their second uh, instagram account which is at geeky statues and that's how you would absolutely spell it all one word geeky statues um go check that out as well uh, to see all the other merch that they have available um also we have uh on our uh, in our link tree um we've checked this link does work mm-hmm. and it is the link for a uh, fandomian and again as you click that link it'll give you a 10 percent discount uh, code for you guys to use and that promo code is lex mm-hmm. lex actually um, they 
good news. Yeah. They just raised my discount to 15% there you off go. now. All right, cool. We're slowly just in but time surely for the there. holidays for you guys We're to go there, ahead guys. and get your holiday stuff, you know, get all kinds of pop culture merch that you want to get for your friends and family or even just for yourself. Yeah. And check it out, guys. Yeah, now my now it's 15% off. So Yeah, just do me a favor, just go ahead and uh Click that link in our link tree for Fandomian and just kind of just do a little browse, guys. I mean, I know you guys don't have to necessarily go ahead and buy anything, but you never know. If you guys yeah. go ahead and look, glance at all the many just, different just, options that they have. At least have. just take a good browse for me. Yeah. I mean, just you never know. And you might see something that you guys like. And guess what? There's a discount code for you guys to use. And again, that is a discount code Lex, L-E-X. So you guys can get 15% off of uh, your purchase. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Thank you uh, so much, Lex, for the update. And Fandomian, thank you, thank Fandomian. you so much. <laughs> all right. And um, so let's go and talk about some art. And uh, um, we're going to talk about a guy that actually you saw recently, mm -hmm. somewhat recently, before the whole COVID thing. Yes. <laughs> Literally like <laughs> right before the whole COVID thing. And uh, that would be uh, our friend of the show, um, Caesar, who uh, has his art of Caesar. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe there's a link for you guys to use in our link tree that will take you straight to his Etsy store. And from there, you guys go ahead and search through the um, different art that he has available uh, for you guys to purchase. Um Again, guys, he's super talented. He's such a cool person. Um, if you guys are ever in the, the area of California and happen to be in the kind of city of industry, right? Mm -hmm. Happen to be in that area, guys, go to the, um, uh, what's the? Um, the Frank and Sons Collectors and something else. Yeah, so Frank and Sons. Um, it's called, just look up Frank and Sons. Frank and Sons. And it's. It is a. Absolutely crazy place His where you is, can find. It's towards the front. When you walk in front on the right, you'll see the art. Yeah, you'll right. see the art. Um, and uh, but yeah, it's such a cool place, guys. If you happen to be in that area, I would definitely highly recommend that you go ahead and you visit. It's going to be very crowded as it usually is. Parking can be very difficult, but just stay the course because uh, once you guys make it in, it is it's amazing. Ama yeah, there's so many collectible items for you guys to I go ahead and search at. Hours. There's in so there. much stuff there, guys. I mean, it's, it's just um, and it's, so it's, much stuff. It's really cool. It's just an assortment of, of different um, little shops for you guys to go ahead and browse and and, and, and see. And, uh, you know, our friend of the show, Caesar, mm -hmm. has his own little uh, spot there with uh, with his buddy Nick. And, uh, yeah, they, they both sell their, their hand-drawn art, which, again, it's absolutely amazing. You can walk up and they're, they're drawing right, right there in front yeah. of you. You can and, see uh, it happening in front of you. The thing that's cool, too, is that if you guys see something that you like, something that they have made, and you go ahead and you purchase it, that you can see... The genuine appreciation mm -hmm. that they have and uh you know there's times where they even want to they ask you if they can take a photo of you holding the art that you just purchased and again it just goes to show that you know that the art that they're making they care about it and they care about you guys mm -hmm. uh, whenever you guys go ahead and, and purchase any of that that art and again it's such um amazing art and you can go ahead and, and as you search through the little the, the little shop that they have there they have just an assortment of art pieces and it just varies from from so many different characters so many different uh anime um we're talking about even just like comic stuff dc stuff mm -hmm. you know we're talking about horror like film stuff yeah a lot um, of horror film stuff you know they have a lot of different art um but yeah if you guys Video happen to be in the area frankenstein stuff, stuff they have so many things there and again, as Lexi mentioned, she can be there for hours. I'm sure yeah. you guys will be there for hours. Uh, you guys, uh, if you get, if you happen to be area, make a day of it. And trust me, you for will sure. not. You will not be, be disappointed. disappointed at all. And it's uh, perfect stuff. for the holidays as well. A little something for everyone. Yeah, but if you guys aren't, don't happen to be in the area, again, you guys can go ahead and search um, and browse through um, Caesar's art, 
uh, at uh, the link we have available in our link tree. And that'll take mm-hmm. you to his Etsy store and you guys can go ahead and support him there. Um, also, you guys can follow him on Instagram. That is at Art of Caesar and that is Art underscore of underscore Caesar and his Caesar is spelled C-E-S-A-R. And then there is an underscore to end that. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure if you just type up Art of Caesar, I'm sure it'll, yeah, it'll come up. Yeah, it should up. just come up. Um, but yeah, again, he's older talented mm-hmm. and uh very genuine guy too yeah like he cool. like immediately like recognized me yeah which is so yeah special because he as we mentioned frankenstein's you know he's in a, a location where there's constant traffic and i mean there's mm-hmm. so many people yeah and i'm sure that he day. i'm sure that he deals with so many people whenever he's there yeah. and for Caesar to go ahead and remember you Lex so again. much so that he remembered the exact like piece yeah that we bought too mm-hmm. like, he was like oh yeah like the the, the Tommy piece I'm like yeah yep. he's like yeah I also saw her you have her tatted on your arm that's so cool we noticed that and I was like oh my gosh like Amazing. thank you oh my gosh yeah like, I was so flattered so Lexi made sure to tell him that you know attack to talk uh, appreciates him oh yeah I had I had a very long uh, conversation with him about attack on <laughs> Titan and how it's like oh yeah we still like shout you out and everything he was like, mm. really? Like, thank you so much. Seems so grateful and everything. And he's officially finished Attack on Titan now, uh, anime-wise. So he said that he was like, hey, now I can start watching. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. <clears throat> so Didn't, wouldn't want to spoil anything for you. Mm. No, no, no. no. Yeah, just, go check him out. Very genuine guy with some really good skills. Yeah. And then also we have friends of the show that are very talented as well. And they're trying to go ahead and develop their skills. And, uh, you know, they're very creative. And then uh, they just have that... that art talent about them and then uh those are two friends of shows that we have um that is our friend marco and mm-hmm. also our friend eddie so Alexi, if you want to go ahead and kind of um tell our, our our friends here listening with us where you can go ahead and kind of support our other friends of the show yeah um we have uh firstly we have marco um he is m-a-r-c-0 m-a-m-o-n-e mm-hmm. marco mamone uh, and that's on Instagram and go ahead and check out his art he has a whole little highlight of all of his art it's really really cool does a lot of um, Berserk and Jojo type of stuff and actually today he just sent me a photo of him drawing he drew Misa from a ta- from um, Death Note in oh, a no. Jojo style really? yeah so this is the photo that that's he amazing. just impromptu Misa sent me today Misa is my girl oh damn yeah. okay He's like, oh, just, just a quick sketch. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then this That's is available the, on Instagram or no? Uh, he just sent it to me. Oh, okay. And then this is the original Misa drawing that he wanted to do with the original art form. Okay. Colored and everything. And he's, Love it. Yeah, a lot of... He's he's really he's really cool. Go, go, go ahead and check him out on Instagram. Again, M-A-R-C-0-M-A-M-O-N-E. And then we also have good friend of the show, Eddie. Yep. Um, Our friend Eddie. Go ahead and check him out at Art De Juan. It's yeah. Art D-E- J U A N. Yep. Check and it out. Go guys. ahead and check out his stuff. He's he's putting out new stuff pretty frequently. So go ahead and check that out. Yeah, we love our friends of the show. We love their support, and don't forget to go and support them as well, guys. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, without further ado, let's uh, let's get to a, a, a final close, right? Actual close. <laughs> yeah. And uh, in our final close, we of course want to say, guys, that we appreciate your guys' support so much. Um, we've said it plenty of times already in this episode, but we have really missed you guys. Uh, we've missed doing this. Uh, it's very unfortunate, you know, that we we got sick. Um, but hey, that happens. You know, just mm-hmm. thankfully, it was nothing too serious, and uh, we're back. And um, you know, hopefully, you guys continue to stay the course with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
we just appreciate you guys' support so much. Um, so remember, guys, to look forward to uh, future Spotify Q&As, future pull questions, which you can find on Spotify as well as on our Instagram. Um, don't forget to follow. And uh, make sure you guys always uh, stay up to date on, uh, on the poll and the, the questions because, again, we love uh, the feedback that you guys give us. We love be, uh, being able to read uh, the responses to the questions. We love seeing just um, the feedback on the poll results. And, uh, again, we love yeah. just kind of talking about um, the mindsets and stuff and just kind of like, uh, you like know. Your guys' reasoning. Yeah, and exactly. What you guys... <clears throat> would think would and then obviously opens up new scenarios and everything yeah. and all these all these possibilities for attack on titan yeah for sure so um make sure you guys go ahead and uh, check those out guys feedback is much needed and very much appreciated uh shout out to you b dennis friend of the show who always goes in uh in response to our questions uh for the most part and we love absolutely yeah, love you your so much, your your responses because you have really good insight yeah your insight is amazing um I'm, I'm sure we've said that before but we, we really mean it and um, whenever we get a response from you man it uh it just like it, it it lights up our energy because um we know that we're gonna go ahead and get an awesome point of view and more than likely it's gonna stem just a whole conversation yeah right? for sure so we love it so shout out to you um shout out to Kyron. we hope that the date went well <laughs> I know. Hope your date's going well. Yeah, can't wait to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to catch up, my friend. We hope that we get to, to, to talk with you on the next podcast episode. Mm-hmm. So make sure you guys, uh, again, just stay up to date. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Make sure you guys spread that love and positivity. Thank you guys again so much for everything. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys next week. So um, with all that being said, I am your host, AJ, signing off, saying goodbye. I love you. And I'm going to go ahead and throw it to Lex as she goes in uh, and says bye as well. Yeah, and I am Lexi. And once again, miss you guys so incredibly. And hope you guys had a very safe Thanksgiving. And hope you guys are getting ready for that Christmas spirit. And hope to see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining. Yep. Well, let me say, guys, I love you. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.